0: Hello, and welcome to this episode of the D46 Inspires Podcast. Each episode, we will share stories of imagination, innovation, and inspiration. And now, here's our host, Katie O'Brien.
1: Welcome to today's episode of the D46 Inspires Podcast. I am your host, Katie O'Brien. On this podcast, the staff and students in Community Consolidated School District 46 will be sharing their stories of imagination, innovation, and inspiration. I hope you enjoy hearing about the positive and impactful teaching and learning that is happening in our school district. I'm excited to have Dr. Stephen Mack with me today. Dr. Mack is a parent in D46 In addition to being a parent in the district, Dr. Mack also serves as the vice president of the Board of Education. Thank you for being here.
0: Glad to be here.
1: Could you tell us a little bit about your background and what brought you and your family to our district?
0: Sure, and I'm really excited to to share the story here, and I love listening to the podcast, so I'm going to put that plug in for you as well. If you are a podcaster out there or consume your podcast, you got to add this one to your list. Uh, I, as, as you said, I'm a longtime parent in D46. We have three children, one who's already gone through the whole district and two who are still in district. And uh, yes, and I'm, I'm thrilled to serve on the Board of Education. I'm in my second term, but I'm also a teacher too. So my, my day job is teaching French at the high school level. And prior to moving into the high school setting, I was a professor of French and languages for 20 years before switching from higher education over to high school education. So I think my, my wife always says that she's never known me outside of a school. But I've always been in a school. Um, we're Gray's Lake residents. We love the community we live in, and we, we just enjoy you know going out together, being outside in nature, traveling, all that kind of good stuff.
1: Wonderful. Thank you. It's nice to hear a little bit about you, and great to have another teacher on. Um, When you think of a teacher that inspires you, who is one of the first that comes to mind and why?
0: Um, And it's, you know, my high school years are getting further and further away as I get older and older, but I I have two teachers that come to mind. One was my sixth grade teacher, Mrs. Galliano. This is back in the Palatine School District. Uh, District 15 is where I grew up in District 211. Um, And Mrs. Galliano, and I have not seen her in years now at this point, um, but she was just, I was a shy kid, and I needed that extra encouragement to be part of the class or to make a friend or to find somebody who I could trust. And she was just uh, an incredibly empathetic teacher um, at a time when I think I was trying to figure out myself between, you know, that that age between you're moving out of elementary school into junior high and then on into high school. And I, I, I was super shy. I wasn't talkative. It was hard for me to break out of my shell. And and she was always there. She was always there for me, just encouraging. The other teacher that truly impacted my career was, was my high school French teacher. And I, and I reflect on this a lot. And I don't think that I've truly understood the full impact until I started teaching. And even when i taught in the university level i never really always grasped the the deep impact that she had on what i chose to do i had different ideas about what i was going to do in college i wanted to, i always wanted to do something international yeah. but it was always geared towards maybe you know the state department or you know a government agency or consulting or something like mm-hmm. that and it wasn't until after i graduated from college that i realized that i enjoyed teaching and i randomly took a, a, a substitute teaching job one or two years after I graduated to just make some money and decide what I wanted to do next. And that was that was the end of it. That was that was the, or the beginning of it I should say because from there on I, I knew that teaching was going to be the thing. And and it was always languages. It was always either English or French or something that I had been teaching. And when I was a professor it was French and then English for a little bit and then back to French. And truly, when this position opened up at the, a local high school, I jumped on it, and I don't even think I realized then her impact on my life until I was actually sitting in the high school classroom thinking to myself, my goodness, I have truly come full circle and become my French teacher. And her name was Ms. Peterson, and she was at Palatine High School when I was there uh, in District 211, and she was just a wonderful human being. And a, a kind, empathetic, incredibly intelligent teacher who loved languages and, and passed that along on to me. And so I'll never forget that. And I know she's still out there. Yeah. So if she does listen to this, I know we've talked a little bit on, on, on email, but I would love to talk to her and thank her and let her know that the continuing tradition of teaching French at the high school is alive and well. Yes. <laughs>
1: Oh, I love hearing stories like that. And, you know, what really hit me was um, when you were talking about being shy. I, too, was shy when I was going through yeah, school. Yeah, and having those teachers that, you know, understand that and take a little extra time to help you um, connect with
0: others. And one of the least and, um, shy professions out there is to stand in front of a classroom <laughs> yes. of other people, younger people who, you know, are you know, doing whatever they're doing. Exactly. And so it, was just, it was one of those things that just – that just hit, and and with the French, it was, you know, in order to get in, back when I was in in grammar school, moving into junior high, in order to take a language in junior high, you had to have good grades in English when you were in sixth grade, and I was struggling, um, and so you know, my mom at the time had gone to the principal and said, hey, can you, you know, can you let Stephen have a chance to to take French, and if after the first semester he's he's totally you know bombing it, we'll 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 kick him out. Well, I didn't. And it, it just that one chance, even just in that education setting, just to prove that, you know, I didn't have to have this, I could have this and move forward with it, was really a phenomenal experience. And those teachers were part of that movement moving forward.
1: That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. If you were to describe D46 in one word, what would it be?
0: There's probably too many. Uh, and, and so the question, you know, one word is, is, you know, this is the question that we ask our students sometimes. And yes. <laughs> they get annoyed with me for asking, you know, what would you describe yourself? And what, yeah. but, I, but I think, you know, we've been in the district for so long. And one of the reasons why I enjoy telling our story is because so much has been given to our family. You know, my, my oldest daughter has gone through the special education program in District 46. And if it wasn't for District 46, she would not have gotten to where she is today you know, in high school and she's about to graduate high school and move on to, you know, additional schooling and probably work programs and things like that. But she can do that because of district forty six, because of the teachers here, because they gave her a chance. And when you think of, you know, all of the districts in in Illinois or all of the districts in the United States, this is like a pot of gold here. It it really is that's not my word yet. (laughs) But this but this is like a pot of gold and it really impacted our family a lot. Um, my, my younger children are in District 46, and they are equally blossoming. There's something about this district, about the teachers, about the staff, the administrators, the community that surrounds us. That's, that's, that there's, 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 there's a magic to it, I think. And I'm sure a lot of people feel that way about the districts they're in in their communities spread across the world and wherever they are, across the United States. But, but there's something really, really unique about District 46 in Illinois. And I have always told, you know, my board colleagues, community members, staff, that any chance I get to shout the praises of the district, I will take. And so for us, the word I would choose is home. It's really been a home for all of us, not only for my wife and I, but for each of my children and for, you know, the volunteer opportunities that we both do. And for them, it's just home.
1: I love that you use the word home um, to describe our school district. This is the third district that I've been in. And when I came here, I left a district that I'd been in for 10 years that I thought I would retire in. And <clears throat> after just a short time in Grays Lake, um, I too can say that this district feels like home.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting because it's you know you you, you try to you, you don't often associate a career necessarily with home. I mean, we're mobile in our careers. We mm-hmm. we move around, and teachers move around, and you know, and in my wife's particular profession, people kind of move around for different opportunities, and you know, it's it's just the the care, the the love the the empathy and just the interest that our teachers and our staff take in the children Mm -hmm. uh, amazes me every time I mean I can sit here and say you know our goal is to educate every child right we know that we know that that's the larger umbrella of of public education but here there is such a connection such a genuine love for what The teachers do and for what the administrators do and for what the team does that the kids can feel that and they know that when they're not at their their home home they know that they're safe they know that they are you know working towards a goal and they feel valued and they feel appreciated Mm -hmm. you know from from the youngest you know child in in pre-k or early education to you know the eighth grader getting ready to you know change the the chapter into high school they they know that they have a voice and that they are part of the culture of the district, and they're not separate just because it's, you know, the, the school and the students type of environment, right? It's, it's the whole thing together. So it's home. Yep. Yeah.
1: Um, what advice would you give a new teacher coming into our district?
0: Uh, well, I suppose, I mean, I guess I suppose any district, I guess it doesn't. I mean, I, I know there are a couple things that, that I always look for, you know, if, if you have the opportunity to connect with a mentor. Uh, it doesn't even have to be an, a, 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 an official mentor-mentee program. But if there are teachers who are in a department or a particular area of the school that are it as somebody that you might be paired up with, either formally or informally, just so that you have that guiding person with you that can talk to you if you're shy, can help you, you know, kind of break out of that shell or give you a sense of what the culture is and also be your kind of your liaison to what's going on. We all we all love to come to a new place and we get excited and we're ready to share our expertise with students and with colleagues. But then it's also overwhelmingly, you can feel overwhelmingly alone sometimes because so much is going on. When I started, you know, when I moved from the university to the high school it, it was it was a culture shock mm-hmm. you know the you know for me my experience in the university was you know i had colleagues but you know we were very you know we were focused on our own particular content area you do have meetings and stuff but not like you do in you know in a secondary or a primary education uh setting and so when i went to the high school i'm like wow i feel like i am <laughs> newly in high school and i just moved here and and it was comforting to be paired up with somebody who kind of knew the ropes a little bit. And it was an informal relationship. And now there's a formal mentoring program at the high school where I teach. And I'm a mentor now okay. to other teachers coming into the district. And I think that's incredibly valuable to have that. Um, the other thing I would really highly recommend that, that, a, that a new teacher take into account is, yes, you are doing enough. You really are and you you are getting up in the morning you are getting ready to not only share knowledge but to to you might be the only person that that maybe says hello to some to a student during the day you might be the only person who you know gives that student a compliment during the day uh you might be the you know you might be the person during the day that makes a student laugh maybe they had maybe they had a rough morning they couldn't sleep at night and you know, or something's going on at home, or they're nervous about something, and you have kind of cheered them up. And so I think we as teachers often take on this extraordinary weight, mm-hmm. and we never feel like we're quite doing enough, but you are. You, you are always going to reach somebody, no matter whether you think you do or not. Mm-hmm. And kind of try to keep that in the back of your mind if you're coming into teaching, because it'll, it'll serve you well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's the exact reason why I wanted to start this podcast, you know, to let teachers know the impact that they have. Because like you said, we do carry this weight and <clears throat> we often forget um, how the smallest interaction can mean the world to our students.
0: You said it, 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 it could be even just a, a, a passing wave in the hallway or a fist bump. You know, and that that could signal to a student or a staff member Mm -hmm. or a fellow teacher or somebody who's, you know, who's a colleague that, you know, I'm I'm being seen and I'm being heard. And so that that gives me, you know, a little positivity and power in my day. Yeah. Yeah,
1: So important. Well, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. If you like what you heard, please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and be sure to tell your friends about D46 Inspires. And to all the teachers that are listening, keep inspiring. Have a great day.
0: Thanks for joining us for this episode of the D46 Inspires podcast. Join us next time for more great stories of imagination, innovation, and and inspiration.